0: Hey, hey, everyone. It's the Simply Overcoming podcast. This is Aaron Rittenour, and today is Thanksgiving Day, and this is our Thanksgiving special. I wanted to put out a special episode on Thanksgiving because overall, this podcast is about overcoming and being thankful and having gratitude in your life. And so I felt like it was very appropriate to be putting out an episode today on the Simply Overcoming podcast. Thanksgiving is a time to look at your life and see what things in your life you can be thankful for. Now, I recommend doing this on a daily basis, looking at the things in your life that you can be thankful for. Now, today I have a guest. His name is Jerry Mon. Jerry is somebody that I've known for a few years now. I have done video work for him, for his organization. I have helped them in managing their social media. And Jerry is the founder of Law by Choice for Freedom. Now, Law by Choice for Freedom is an organization that is reaching the world through the law of God from Exodus 20 in the Bible. Jerry has traveled around the world and met with presidents and national leaders to discuss and present the Ten Commandments to them. Jerry has met with many different leaders. Um, He's met with the president of Nicaragua twice. He's in contact with them all the time, so Jerry has a very has had a very unique opportunity to be able to reach dignitaries and leaders around the world. Jerry is a very religious man. He loves the Lord. He loves his country. And so, Jerry, would you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do?
1: Uh, my name is Jerry Mon and and uh, we have an organization called Law by Choice for Freedom which uh Uh, is uh, endeavoring to take a copy of the Ten Commandments, the full version, as they appear in the Bible with nothing added or taken away. The goal is everyone in the world has a right to have in their possession, if they would like to have one, that which God wrote with his own finger for all mankind. And we know that this is what uh, all of us are to be judged by. This is the character of God. This is what he wrote. And this is what Jesus lived. He's the word become flesh.
0: So, Jerry, you have a lot of life experience. You've been through many Thanksgivings. And so I just want to ask you, what does Thanksgiving, what does
1: gratitude mean to you personally? I would say that I'm just so thankful for everything now. Everything that we have, thankful for life itself that I get to make the choices that I want, I have a freedom. I don't serve a god who's a dictator, uh, who says you got to submit to me blindly or I will punish you right now here and there. He he offers out a choice to either accept him and follow his ways or not to accept him. I'm thankful for Jesus Christ to be the savior of mankind and for our country, a great country based on laws that were Formed as the founders got together, and they prayed and searched, and I believe God led in the establishment of this nation, and it has been a blessed nation, and I am thankful for America and all that has that it has stood for. No country is perfect, no people are perfect. It is it is the best that the world had to was able to produce by people that were honestly trying to do the best, and that's why America. I I just feel like. It's been a blessed country, and I look forward to Thanksgiving. It it is just a time when we can be together with families, enjoy our freedoms, enjoy one another, and contemplate what we have as a country. You know, one thought, Aaron, (laughs) I'm going to share this. When I was a kid, I remember laying on the lawn, looking at the sky, and I thought, how fortunate. And I, I wasn't a Christian then, and my folks didn't go to church, hardly ever. I went with the neighbors for a short time. But I remember laying there on the lawn and thanking God I was born in America. I heard the stories of the little children in Africa starving in India and other parts of the world didn't have enough to eat. And I remember thanking God for being able to be born here in America where I had plenty of food to eat. I don't know, I'm maybe, what, five or six, seven years old. I don't remember how old I was, but I was so thankful to be born, and I and I feel like we have a responsibility. We've we've got these great blessings, and I know so many. I read these heartwarming stories of people that that want to help others, and they give their lives to send food. I just went to a a, a a thing that a lady started in memorial of her son who was killed over in I believe it was Iraq, and she started a, a store at the state line area. Uh, newbies it is, and they free for all veterans who can come in and receive goods and help. And she did it in memory of her son to help people. This is what she wanted the memory of her son to establish. I want to help people, provide people with things they can't afford. That's Thanksgiving. That's America. I'm so thankful to spend this day in Thanksgiving. Here at the Simply Overcoming podcast, our goal is to
0: share stories about others' experiences in life and hopefully motivate and inspire others through their stories. I'm a big advocate for sharing your own testimony. Uh, You can help others by sharing your story. It can also be a benefit for yourself to share your story with others. So um, I'm just curious, what is your thoughts on testimony And how important do you think it is to share your own testimony, your own story with others?
1: Well, I think it's important for all of us. We all have a story. I worked with a lady, her name was Mae Chung, and she wrote a little book. It was called My Story and she handed it out by i remember one printing was 10,000 she handed it out everywhere we went we went to other countries we were in in spain and uruguay and panama and i don't know i could list all the countries and may always had a book with her story and she told all of us you need to write your story you need to put it on paper and share it with people because the bible says they are were they are one to God by the word of your testimony. And I can say that my testimony would be that I was a lost man. I, I was on a course really of destruction and there was darkness in my life. And when I found out about Christ and really understood, it was like a bright light went on. My eyes were open to a whole new understanding of life. And, and it was such gave me such peace. There was a time uh, soon after that when I began to get away from reading the Bible and studying, and I was riding on my motorcycle one day, and I had a panic attack, and I saw darkness coming back into my life, a darkness that was foreboding. And it so grabbed me. When I got home, I told my wife, I said, you call that pastor and ask him to, ask him to come to the house. And I bowed on my knees and gave my heart to Jesus Christ. So that's my testimony. And I love his law of liberty, the Ten Commandments. I know in the beginning you briefly talked about, um, your organization
0: law by choice for freedom, but would you talk a little more about what your role is with the organization and, uh, some of the things that you have done, how it's impacted your life?
1: You know, Aaron, uh, that, that's a great question. Um, I'll start by saying that I've read an article, uh, years ago about a doctor, uh, He had done a study of uh, 50,000 young people that had been in trouble with the law. They were 16 years old and younger. And uh, he asked them a question. And he said, how many of you have heard of the Ten Commandments? And out of 55,000, only 9,000 had ever heard of the Ten Commandments. And so then he went to a public high school, and out of 1,800 students, only 400 and some could write anything at all about the Ten Commandments, even a word or two. So the ignorance was was profound out there in a country that professed to be over 90% believers in God that so few young people had an idea of what the Ten Commandments were. So when I read that, I realized the power that God's Word has. He wrote it with his own finger. Jesus is the embodiment or the personification of that Word. In fact, the Bible says he's the Word become flesh. So That's who he is. He is the the flesh and blood of the Ten Commandments, total righteousness. I just had to take it to people. It's so beautiful and so powerful. And so we began to... uh, print them. And I went door to door. And so many people wanted the full version of the commandments. I was shocked. I had people running down the street after me to get a copy. And then we de- I decided, well, I've got to take them to Russia because the wall came down. This was in the uh, early 90s. The wall, Berlin Wall came down. Russia was opening up. And we went to Russia. I won't get into all the details. But we were able to go to Russia and meet with the leaders in St. Petersburg and Moscow and present the Ten Commandments to them. And when they were presented in in St. Petersburg where that communist revolution began that was a godless revolution against God and persecuted those who believed in God. And when the leaders there took those 10 commandments and hung them on their conference wall, and they told me this will be the only thing hanging on our walls now that communism is gone, the law of God. I remember in Africa visiting a, uh, one of the worst dictators, Obian the in Equatorial Guinea, and we carried the Ten Commandments. Nobody would take us even to the palace. They refused to drive us there. We had to carry the framed Ten Commandments in front of us and hold it so I could carry it. It was hard to carry unless I kept it in front of me. We got to the palace. It took us about five hours. We visited with President Ovion. He was so glad we came. He said, I've never heard these things. I told about the blood of Jesus in the first commandment and he put it on his wall and he and as we left he asked us to pray for him and it was so exciting that he opened up his country we went on national television in his country the moderator read every one of the 10 commandments to all of the people that were tuned into their tv in equatorial guinea god has allowed us to do this in many countries all over the world
0: jerry thank you for being on the episode today i know that it's a very short thanksgiving episode um until next time happy thanksgiving jerry and uh we'll see you again soon
1: you have a good thanksgiving too and all your listeners well i want to make a couple
0: calls while we're doing this episode really quick i wanted to give nick a call and have a conversation with him about what he's thankful for so let's ring him up right now
2: brother what's up
0: good morning sir how are you
2: I am absolutely amazing.
0: Happy Thanksgiving! You also. <laughs> what are you doing today?
2: I am going up to my grandparents' house in Sandpoint.
0: Well, hey Nick, we're actually live on a podcast right now <laughs> with <laughs> uh, with 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 Jerry Mon, and uh, I wanted to give you a call. You are a part of the podcast, and I know you're not here right now, but. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on Thanksgiving and gratitude. What Thanksgiving means to you in your life? Would you mind uh, talking about that for a couple
2: minutes? Yeah, sure. Wow, Thanksgiving is is important. Like to be thankful for this world is not very thankful. In all honesty, I mean, we are we're flipping out about different things that are not. It's not drawing us together. It, you need to be thankful to improve anything. Like, you need to be thankful for the little things. Well, for instance, um, you need to be thankful for the breath you're breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point in time that I didn't have that. I was not, I, I was on a machine. You need to be thankful for walking because I can't walk really anymore. I mean, I can, but it's taken me a long time to get back up to this point and I still walk in a game um so just the small things it's just like dang you totally take it for granted I'm thankful for the cars that I get to drive uh hoping that they will not take my life away because I
0: have wrecked enough (laughs) um well, hey, Nick, I appreciate you, brother, and I am thankful for you and our friendship. Happy okay. Thanksgiving, and we'll, uh, I'll talk to you again soon, all right?
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I was on the phone with Nick, um, somebody that I do work for just gave me a call, and I am going to call him back, and we're going to have a conversation with him.
3: Aaron, I was just leaving you a voicemail.
0: Paul, how are you, sir?
3: Good. I was calling to wish you a happy Thanksgiving.
0: I appreciate it, Paul. Um, I was going to do the same. <laughs> uh, what are you What are you doing today? You working? No, I'm off. Uh,
3: currently out for a walk. I've got a, a New Year's resolution that I'm starting early. Twenty thousand steps a day. Period. No questions asked. Will not go to bed until it's done. So,
0: good deal. I'm
3: five days into that program.
0: That is awesome. That's fantastic. You know me. I love walking around. I've I've hit about um I've hit about a hundred miles this month so far. <laughs>
2: oh, you're unbelievable. I- I probably will never
3: attain your, but then you've got a few years on me too. That helps. But. That does At help rate. the situation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. I
3: see pictures of you on top of mountains. It's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> hey, so I'm live on a podcast right now. And okay. I was wondering if you would mind sharing with the podcast what thankfulness and gratitude means to you in your life. Would you mind doing that?
2: No,
3: not a bit. That's awesome, Aaron. Thank you. You know, when I think about gratitude and I think about thankfulness, uh, it's indistinguishable from happiness. I was just listening to an audio book this past week, and the author talked about just taking a couple of minutes every morning, as soon as he wakes up, between the time his alarm goes off and his snooze goes off, which is eight minutes on an iPhone, he spends that eight minutes thinking about all the things that he's grateful for in his life right now. And that helps him to be happy throughout the day and in his life. I think it's not just a one day thing. I think it's an everyday thing.
0: So true, Paul. Well, I know that in my life I could be more thankful. So I think it's something we all can uh, can work on and, and be, more, be a lot better at. Absolutely. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving, Aaron. Thanks, Paul. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now I'm kind of feeling like I should give Danny a call um and see what Danny is thankful for in her life. Let's see if she'll answer. <laughs> We're getting some wisdom today, that Thanksgiving wisdom. Oh, I don't know. She may not be answering.
3: Hi, this is Danielle Grenier from Bridger Partners in Dallas, Texas. And if you want to leave me a message, I'll be sure to return your call.
0: Bye. Hey, Danny, it's Aaron Rittenour. You're live on the Simply Overcoming podcast. I was just giving you a call to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and ask you what uh, Thanksgiving and gratitude means to you. But uh, I guess we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Well, Danny wasn't going to be answering, so... I think we're going to call it good. Um, I'm going to go spend some time with the family. I'm actually recording this on Thanksgiving. So anyway, uh, Thanksgiving and gratitude to myself, because I'm asking all of these people, I should probably answer as well. I'm so thankful for my family. I'm thankful for um, the few friends that I have in my life that are so, so important to me. I'm thankful for Nick. I really am thankful for my wife. She's such an amazing partner in life and she continues to stand by me and accept me. Even when I'm struggling in life, she continues to stand next to me and to support me and that really means a lot. So it really helps to have somebody in your corner. Having gratitude in my life helps my mental health immensely. And so I would just encourage people who like myself struggle with mental health to have that gratitude and to look at the things in their life that they can be grateful for. Everybody has something in their life that they can be grateful for. Is it family? Is it friends? Is it that car that you can drive to work in? Is it even having a job? Everybody needs to reassess their lives and on a daily basis like Paul was saying, and um, think about what they are grateful for in their life. So I encourage everybody to do that. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Whether you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, which I highly doubt, or you're listening to this at another point in your life, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a great future for yourself. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will catch you on the next one. Have a good day. Bye-bye.